Rise and shine, it's Dawn and Steve time. We are so glad you're here. It's Thursday. Dawn is in a colour that partially resembles pink. It is for Valentine's week. Valentine's week Valentine's now. week. Oh, I, we're expanding. Pink okay. or red every day this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every day. I did. My, one one my... was blue with a splash of pink. No. no that mm, that yeah. is... <laughs> It's a tie-dye shirt. It's pink and blue, and I get With called on that every time. With mostly blue and a little bit pink. Yeah, but it's not as pink of it. Um, I did, so I went to the ball game last night for school, Yeah, and I had changed into a, a, a shirt that has the school emblem on it and, you know, the colors. School whatever. colors, true yeah. for the school, yeah. Yeah, and so one of my sweet friends who knows me really well, and it being Valentine's Day, she's like, you're not in pink. I said, I changed. <laughs> I, I changed like four times yesterday. That was an unusual day. Uh, yeah. Yes. We had Very to do strange. some uh, video work after the show yesterday. And so because you were so branded for Valentine's Day yes. yesterday with the red sweater, the word love, the heart, the whole thing. We're like, I was wondering when I saw you walk in the studio yesterday morning. I'm like, certainly she's got to change of clothes because I, I don't imagine the video is going to be shot in that sweater you wore yesterday. You see, you're learning. I'm learning. You're learning. That's so true. Not when it comes to something you're kind of working on for in a month or so from now. I was like, no, no. So I changed. And then I was going to an exercise class, which I don't usually go from here to there. And I grabbed my workout clothes. And so I took, I changed. See, I didn't even see you before we, I left the building yesterday. Yeah. So I changed into that after, and then changed again to go to the ball game last night. Yeah, it was a day. Of Somebody's changes. got laundry to do. That's what I heard True. right there. And th- that is one of the reasons that I make sure, like, when I get ready in the morning, that is it until I get my comfies on after the day. Because I just, yeah, I don't like doing all that laundry. And really, there's no reason to change now, often I am overdressed for some things that I go to in the evening because I may still have my dress on or Your something. Your work clothes, yeah, yep. work clothes. Um, because I've worn that to ball games, but since we're in regionals, I decided I would wear team colors. So, how'd they do last night? Oh, one very handily. Oh, good, it's like 71 to 40. Yeah, it was they had to run the clock at one point, however, it's about to get tough. Really tough. So okay. I, yeah, because you know, as you go on into tournament. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens tomorrow night. That's the next big game. And then I guess that is going to uh, decide where you play. But our daughter, who's the manager, said if we don't win Friday night, we travel to Chattanooga. Okay. That's the closest yeah. that we could be slated to play. Which is like two and a half hours about, away, yeah. um, which does not sound fun on a Saturday night. But <laughs> guess what we'll be doing if if that's what happens. So my my hope though is that they'll win Friday night and we'll be a little more localized for Saturday. So night's if you game. win, you get to stay closer to home. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's nice. It, it, see, <laughs> maybe that's my selfishness, but <sighs> I don't want to really add that five to six hour trip on top of the week. And the busyness of things that have been going on, all good, but that's just a little extra that I wasn't planning on. Yeah, no, I get it. I'll have to gear up for it if Sometimes that's what's going to happen. life throws you a curveball, yes. and you're like, oh, did not see that coming, don't know what we're going to do with that. That actually happened to a North Carolina man mm-hmm. recently where he had this curveball thrown at him. We'll tell you the story in just a moment, but there's a, a question I want to ask you out of the story. If you came into an unexpected 
decently large size of money. What would you do with it? I was surprised by what he did with it. But whether, you know, it, it was an inheritance or I don't know, somehow. Signing bonus with the NFL. Up, exactly. You ended up <laughs> with an unexpected kind of sizable sum of money. What would you do? 800-555-7898. That's 800-555-7898. Don Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. And let us know by texting 800-555-7898 what you would do if you came in to some extra money and a pretty substantial amount. Like, let's think around 500000 to a million. Like, that's, that's your budget. That's what you're working with. What would you do with it? 800-555-7898. Steve Hiller, do you have an answer to that question? I, I do. Okay. I do. Um, I think probably the very first thing I, I would want to do, and I guess, let me back up. The very first thing, pray. Sure. Like, this is unexpected. Lord, this obviously came from you. Yep. Is there something that you want me to do with that? And you may have to sit on it. And I may have to sit on that for, the for a answer. little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, let's start right there. But I think the very first thing that uh, comes to mind for me then is pay off my mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then once that is gone and the debt is, is gone for that, then think, all right, um, let's take the majority of this. And depending on how much is left, I don't know, put it in some charitable giving trust kind of thing mm-hmm. where it could support ministries. Sure. Might even take one little vacation with the family. <laughs> take, I don't know, yeah. 5% of it or something. Yes. I, or, I don't even know what the right percentage would be. But one vacation with the family. I'd, I'd probably think about trying to give uh, most of the rest away. It, I think the answer to the question for me has changed through years. And so my current iteration is different than what it was maybe even five years ago. And yet it, I, the Lord is teaching me a lot through just stewarding finances and has since I've been an adult. Um, so, yeah, like my first thought always has been if I come into an extra amount of money to tithe on that money. Yeah. And then, like you said, go from there as to what what would come next with that. I will tell you, though, in all honesty, if you handed me $500,000 today, I probably would look for the first vacation. I'm just I, being honest. I get it. I, I really, because I enjoy that time that is not only downtime where, you know, you're not ruled by your calendar, but with my people. I yeah. want I want that time because everything is so busy that to spend it, concentrated time with the ones that you love. Uh, so, yes, I get that. And then the Lord is like, okay, if, hello, are you going to ask me about this? And so that's what I mean. It's a process of teaching me and refining me, part yeah. of that sanctification process. Um, and I would have answered you different just a few years ago, differently a few years ago. What would your answer be? 800-555-7898. I do wonder how much uh, in terms of how we answer this question has to do with the stage of life that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, young family may answer very differently than somebody who is retired right now. Um, Aaron, appreciate your text this morning from Ohio. You said that you would build a beautiful retirement apartment building for the elderly on low it. income so that they could live there. I think I that's a it. great idea. Yes. And Todd, you said that extra money would go to the three churches that you give to missions. I do think missions have 
I mean, especially if your heart is inclined to missionary work. I uh, had a little gal. She's um, one of my besties' daughters, and she is getting ready to go on a mission trip, and she's raising support. And she had sent a letter saying, hey, I just need like 22 people to give 100 bucks, and that way I'll have my support. And I texted her and said, how's the support raising going? And she said, it's slow because people don't seem to get the vision of this particular trip. And it's hard to get people to understand what planting this church is. And I thought, uh, see, I wonder if we're just either so busy that we don't stop and think about some of these missions, like you're saying, Todd, or if we weren't raised in what you might call a mission culture, it's not on your radar Yeah, that folks need the support. So I'm glad we get to talk about things like this. You know, and one of the things that I have found since moving here that is um, a little bit different from the way I grew up, church I grew up in, we had missionaries who would come into the church. They would share. I know the church supported specific missionaries. Mm -hmm. The church that I was attending for 20-some years in the Chicago area, very similar in terms of there were specific missionaries and ministries that we gave to. Uh, we're part of a Southern Baptist church right now, and they have the cooperative effort, mm-hmm. right? And so it's you're giving to your church, through your church, into these ministries that are planting churches either here in the U.S. or overseas. And I, I do think that there's something about that that has the potential for us to feel maybe a little bit disconnected from the ministries that we're supporting. And it depends on the church, too, because often if they'll bring the missionaries in that are being supported. And I know that's happened through the years because I, too, have been a member of an SBC church for a long time. And we will see from time to time different missionaries come in and we have a personal relationship with them as well as they're supported through that cooperative. I'm sorry I'm over here kind of smirking, but when my grandparents moved from Ohio and they were part of an independent church uh, I believe that one was a General Association of Regular Baptists, GARB yeah. Church. They did the same, supported specific missionaries, would hear from them routinely. And then they came down, and where they could find connection was at an SBC church. I can still hear Grandpa talking about, I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the cooperative program. I don't get it. Now, as a missionary, I'd be all about the cooperative, the cooperative program. program. Yes, because yeah. raising your own support is so difficult, yeah. whether it's short-term or long-term. But missions, whether you give to specific missionaries or support a church that gives to missions, it it is so needed. I look at the Apostle Paul and how people supported him throughout his missionary journey. And yeah. it just, it, it has to be that we help the gospel get out. Yeah. Speaking of, and here's a slight little pivot on the Apostle Paul right here. Mm -hmm. If you have ever wanted to go and see some of the places that the Apostle Paul went in the book of Acts, we have an opportunity for you to win a trip to do that. Yes. And so if you want to find out more about that, go to mymoodyradio.org and you can click on the sail away journey for the Apostle Paul's sail away journey an opportunity to go see some of those places all around the Mediterranean that Paul went and acts and be uh, taught by some of the great, greatest Bible teachers out there. I think Dr. Mark Job, Dr. Joe Stoll, and Michael Rydownlick, those three, being your hosts and Bible teachers on this trip, I wish I was eligible I to, to sign up and try and win this trip here. But you are, if as long as you don't work for Moody, you can go to our website, mymoodyradio.org, and click on that uh, sail away journey and You've got until the 18th to get that done.
you know, sometimes we try things and we realize we're not very good at those things. And maybe the right thing to do is to let it go uh-huh. because we've tried it and you're like, yeah, not gifted in this in any way whatsoever. Uh, it doesn't come naturally. I, I, I don't think that this is a thing that I'm going to stick with. Other times there's something that we may try and we find a little bit uh, of joy in it. But then we hit this hard part. You know, whatever that thing is that we've begun to do, maybe as we're growing in that, we come up against this uh, spot where we just kind of get stuck. And we know that we should be able to kind of push through and get past that. But, man, it is hard. I, I got thinking about this the other day because we were at our taekwondo class. And talking with the, the instructor, six-degree black belt. Wow. And she was saying that pretty much her entire first year, she cried after class almost every day. Oh, wow. I'm like, wow. Like, well, really? Because she just wasn't getting it? It was a, it was a challenge. It was a struggle. Huh. You know, uh, she's like, I'm not an athlete. She's like, it just did not come smoothly, naturally. Um, I and, and some of us have kind of perfectionistic tendencies. And sometimes when we come up against something that's hard, I know then all no of a sudden, like right, we're like, oh, I, I don't know that I want to do that anymore. But I was just struck by the fact that she's like, I, I persevered and I'm glad I did. In fact, the, the master teacher of that class, she said, I remember one time I'm laying on my back on the mat, feeling sorry for myself, tears running down my eyes. He walks over, he stands over and he starts to laugh. And she's like, and it was the exact right thing that he should have done in that moment. I was feeling sorry for myself. And he's like, I'm not going to let you feel sorry for yourself. You can do this. And so she's like, I stuck with it. And today she's a six-degree black belt wow. teaching us. Yes. Like we're, we're newbies, total newbies. But I, I was just struck by the fact that here was something that she had wanted to do, seemed to enjoy to a certain degree, but it got tough at a certain point. And she's like, but I, I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And now, obviously, as a six degree, she's yes. phenomenal. Yes. Right. Yes. So it, maybe there's something in your life that you're like, man, I started doing this thing and it got really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to quit, but I didn't. I stuck with it, persevered through that, kind of broke through that plateau. And now in hindsight, I am so glad that I stuck with it. And kept persevering. Yes. Oh, we'd love to hear that story. 800-555-7898. Texting, calling through our Facebook page is Don and Steve in the morning. And it could be something physical like that. You sharing that story of perseverance reminds me of a conversation I've had with one of my kids of late, Mm. spiritually speaking. But the same process. Like you're hitting a wall and oftentimes it would be retreat And handle things my own way. Yeah. And he's learning to continue to trust the Lord as even if the answer doesn't come. And that's new for him. He said, you know, Mom, I've been raised in the church and I know the Lord. But to to walk it out has been something that I am just now learning to do. And I've watched you and Dad do it fine. I don't know how to persevere in my own faith. Yeah. And so it's kind of fun may not be the right word, but encouraging and enjoyable to listen to him work it out because don't we all hit these walls, whether we're on our back crying because we don't think we can do a physical move or we can't take the next step in trusting what the Lord has for it. Like this perseverance thing, no wonder the Lord put it in scripture. Oh yeah. Perseverance is a big thing. It is a big thing. And as you said, that can come in so many different ways 
whether it's spiritual, physical, so many different things that where we may need to learn to persevere in that way. But I think that age that uh, this child is at, that really is so much of what you're learning at that age and stage of life is to, okay, under mom and dad's roof and protection and guidance and direction and all of that, I kind of had a covering of sorts. Mm -hmm. They were there to help pick me up, encourage me. But man, when you're out on your own and you got to figure out, do I really believe? Am I really going to hold on to? Do I really believe God is good when, you know, I'm having a hard time paying my rent? Right. And all those things, that, that's, that's, it can be a challenge. And so I'm glad to hear that now he's wrestling with it. And keep persevering. Yes. Yeah, keep yes. persevering. I almost called him to have him tell his story, but yeah. he might still be asleep. He, <laughs> he worked yesterday and then had a young adult group last night. And oh, that's another thing. He's persevering. Yeah. I, I think of two things that came, come to mind in my own life where perseverance just had to be. Just okay. had to be if I was going to, uh, yeah. Well, let's find out what those skill. are in a minute. And we want to know yours as well. 800-555-7898. Something you persevered, and you're so glad you did. So what happens when you take on something, and at first you go, I just don't think I'm ever going to master this. I have had that thought many, many, many times in my life. Yeah. And yet you persevere, and you not only master it, you really become quite good at it. I know that's what master means, but an aficionado, if you will. And you've encountered this in your taekwondo class. Yeah, this came to mind uh, because on Tuesday... Our instructor, who's a six-degree black belt, she was uh, talking about the fact that she started later in life. I think she was in her mid-40s when she began. And she's like, I'm watching all these young people do all these things, and it's coming quickly, and they, they seem to have all this athleticism that I don't. She's like, I wanted to quit for a long time, but I kept showing up. And every time I'm like, ah, I, I'm going to quit. But I kept showing up, kept showing up, persevered. Now, and she's like, and I'm so glad I did. Now she's a sixth degree teaching us. Yeah, we're we're that's newbies. so cool. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, there's got to be things that all of us have thought about, man, this didn't come as easily as I thought it would. Should I give up? But we persevered. And in hindsight, we're looking back going, I am so glad I did. And Aaron, appreciate your text this morning. You said that you persevered and you completed your real estate license. You failed the test the first four times, but you passed it on your fifth, cried a lot of tears, felt sorry for yourself, said it was never going to happen, but you did it. You did it. Congratulations. Yes. Applause. I love that. No kidding. You persevered. Yes. And, and that's a big thing. Yeah. I know it is. Uh, I think of any new job, you're touching on that, Aaron, any new job, I've had that thought because you're walking in and though you're super excited for the new adventure and opportunity, you know nothing. You're like out of my depth. <sighs> I, I still kind of have flashbacks. You know, I worked in Moody Radio uh, as a solo host for six years. And then I know the Lord brought me to a place where I could still be part of the team in a way. But I worked at the school for yeah. a couple of years. And I remember the first time I was standing at the desk because that's what I did. And the phone rang. And I thought, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> They're going to ask me a question. I'm not going to know the answer. And just that intimidation of starting something new, looking foolish, just whatever intimidates you in a new job situation. And yet knowing, okay, but you're here. You're going to learn one way or the other. So we'll pick up yep. the phone and let's go. And, of course, you learn so quickly because if you don't know the answer right away, you can figure it out. Yep. Ask others. But anytime a new job has come into my world. The unknown really gets me. And perseverance is what 
is key to all of that. Oh, absolutely. That is not what I thought of, though, until you said that, Aaron. Yeah. In the, so that's not what you initially thought of. Nope. You thought of something else. So yep. what was the initial thought? I have been doing, so exercise has always been the bane of my existence. I know I need it. I've done everything from leg warmers in the 80s and step aerobics <laughs> to, um, oh, yeah, uh, what was that? Like curves or something like that. I think it was shapes in Kentucky where I, so I've tried a like lot of different things. like a female-only gym? Yes. Thing? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And it, yeah, so I've tried a lot of different things. The one thing that I absolutely loved was a friend owns a gym in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I loved going to the place that he owns because they were so intentional, and yet it was so far away. I just could not work that into my schedule. Now, about a little over a year ago, I found a place that does what they call BAR, B-A-R-R-E, and Pilates, things like that, um, suspension, which are like straps that are attached to the wall, yep. and rebounding, the little trampolines. And I thought, okay, let me give this a try and see. They use an app system where you have to sign up for the class and you need to cancel if you're not going to be there within four hours before the class. So if it's, if you're in the four hour window, you're on, you're going, or you're going to get charged additional money for the class. That works for me. Yeah. And because I can't do it. I mean, stretches and all these things that I just don't, that doesn't come naturally for me. Now, a little bit later, a year plus later, I can do things that I couldn't do when I started in August of 2002. I love that. I yeah. I am so grateful. Listen, I thank the Lord all the time for this class because of what it's taught me and the strength that it's brought to my body that I didn't have. So, yes, though there's a long way to go. There's been some improvement, and it's all because of perseverance, yep. and it helps my little brain to know that I'm accountable, and I got to show up. What about you? Is there something you've persevered through, and you are so thankful you did? 800-555-7898.